Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs. All right, let's hit it. Little listener discretion is advised. Rizzuto. Rizzuto. Pseudo Show Rewinds. Hi, this is Christopher Walken, and you're listening to a man whose voice is really f***ed up. It's the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Pow! So King Scott fulfilled his real or fake punishment over the weekend. Was it Saturday night? Yeah, Saturday, Saturday night. Saturday night, uh, his best, best man speech was given at a, uh, a wedding of a couple of listeners, a couple of racial listeners, uh, who, uh, who agreed to have King Scott there to deliver a five-minute speech in front of uh, family and friends. Yeah. It's a way so, to start a relationship. So gracious. Yeah. And you want to shout them out? What are their names? Yeah, Steve and Rachel. Steve and, and Rachel. Royce. Congratulations. Yeah, Super Congratulations, nice. Congratulations, And it took uh, a little bit of convincing from him. To get her on board, but to get she, Rachel on board, yeah. She, but she's like, he's such a big fan. He really loves your show, and uh, so she was excited once she got in gear with everything. She was really excited. Well, thank about you, it. thank you guys. They're super nice, very for allowing us. I can't see why a bride to be wouldn't allow a radio bit to be. <laughs> I don't get it. Carry yeah, out. I don't but, understand. Yeah. And I'm sure after we hear this, everybody that's uh, planning a wedding is going to wish that it was them, right? Yeah, yeah. So the, the deal was King Scott had to go in front of friends and family to give a five-minute speech about the couple who you, whom you never met yeah. before, before this event. <laughs> and uh, you got to spin a couple yarns about, uh, about the, the, the happy couple. Yeah. And this is the worst best man speech, so I think I delivered quite nicely. And, and you were devastatingly nervous. I know that I would have been as well. Yeah. But, I, you know, you make some nice... Factful claims, and uh, it's fun to watch none of them land. <laughs> well, and by the way, uh, in, in typical King Scott fashion, he went to the wrong place. Yes. He yeah, went to. So glad you're around. So they got married out in Troy, was it? No, in Washington, Missouri. Washington, Missouri. Yeah, Lovely Washington, River Missouri. River Bend Chapel Place. Beautiful. Well, Scott went downtown. <laughs> Scott went to downtown St. Louis. <laughs> well, a, a different <laughs> wedding venue. I know. Because uh, Steve and I, we double checked the times, we went over all that stuff, but I read. In an email from uh, Tony, but it's still my fault. I should have double-checked the venue. It said the wedding is the 27th at Hendry's. So I looked up Hendry's wedding video, venue, and I'm like, sweet. It's not that far from my house. This is going to be a great place to do a wedding. And so I had that in my mind the whole time. And then all I did was talk about the time and all this stuff, and we get there. Joey got there about five minutes before I did. Yeah, Joey's a videographer that went by. Yeah, video Joey. He uh, he showed up and said, hey, uh, no one's at the venue yet. <laughs> and then, the then my, heart, my heart just sunk because then I thought for sure either the wedding got called off or, yeah, I'm at the wrong place. And Well, thank God the wedding uh, didn't call off. No, yeah, thank really. God. Thank God you were at the wrong place. Yeah. So Washington's right down the street from downtown. <laughs> yes, it yeah, is. Yeah, just a hop, skip, and a jump. Man. Were you oh, at a place uh, down by the river and the, like, railroad tracks and all that kind of stuff in Washington? No, or? it was, I mean, not that far from there, but, okay. uh, yeah. Beautiful areas in oh, Washington to get married. That town is beautiful. Well, I love Washington. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, I'm going out to the farm later today. I'll be driving through Washington. I'll honk a couple times. Tell hey. them I said hello. Hey, hey yeah. Washington. Yeah. Uh, all right, so he, and, and congratulations again to the happy couple, yeah. Steve and Rachel. Mm-hmm. Wonderful people. And Dude, thank you for, for letting us uh, crash your wedding. Uh, hopefully, King Scott didn't embarrass himself and cause you any grief yeah. during the happiest day of your life. Mm-hmm. And ruined my good name. Ruined your good name. That's right. <laughs> uh, we we also got we also got the whole thing on video, so we'll post that as soon as that video is ready. But. Here's a little bit of Scott's best, best man speech. I just want to say thank you guys so much and uh, thank you. That was a beautiful introduction. And uh, let me take this thing off. Did this, any, I'm sorry, did his shirt. shirt off his immediately. Shirt, yeah. Did anybody have any idea who you were? There was a couple, this one table, I just saw this tall guy. And when I walked in, he his arms went up in his face. He had the big smile on his face. Ah, that's awesome. I'm at the <laughs> so, wedding. Yeah. I heard them talking about this. I'm at the yeah. wedding. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> it was, it was awesome. I'm at the train wreck. I'm going to take it. How long did it take him to be disappointed, though? Uh, not very long. But, okay. no, I am thankful for him because I think it's him. I couldn't tell who 
did this, but they, I said a silly thing and he agreed with it, so it made it All sound right. legit. All right. All right. <laughs> so. uh, this is amazing. I'm really honored to be here. I've known Steven practically my whole life. <laughs> amazing guy. Love your brother. You know, Just uh, met. in fact, he, you guys don't know this a lot, but I, I've been in, uh, was, hold on a second. Let me do oh, this right. real quick. Forgot to set my timer. Okay. He starts his so timer. You started your timer? Like, you <laughs> forgot to set a timer? But, but, but he told everybody. You couldn't just feel it out? Like, oh, hang on. <laughs> I was uh, incarcerated since the age of 17, and Steve would come every week to jail to see me. And um, just has been my protector, man, and just really poured into me, educated me a lot on things. And you guys probably don't know, he does, it's kind of a secret he kept. But he, uh, almost like a prison ministry this guy has. He's amazing. And uh, he's the kind of guy that would stop for you, you know, if he sees a person with a flat tire. I mean, you're the one that stops. Anyways, he would come out to the prison. He taught me a lot of things, taught me French. Appreciate that. Uh, even a little bit of Russian. You probably didn't know he knew that. He does. Very talented guy. And um, so you're very lucky to have married him. He's high quality. Great high stock. Quality. Great and, stock. Uh, congratulations. And by the way, congratulations on getting married. Mr. and Mrs. Royce. Let's give it up for them. All right, get the crowd going. That's good. Yeah. Strategy. Spend some time. Amazing. Stretch the time. Everyone looks so wonderful. But yeah, I was going to say, uh, I just remember a few different things, too. When we were um, youngsters, we used to get ourselves in a little bit of trouble here and there, and uh, hence me being incarcerated since the age of 17. <laughs> and um, oh, man. anyways, uh, one of my favorite stories is when we decided to go out to a golf club and it was late at night, and we used his, do you guys remember that yellow truck he used to have? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, we were, <laughs> we were uh, Thank you. You know, we took that thing out to this golf club, and we actually, we said it was borrowing the flags, but we stole all the flags. Um, but he's the kind of guy that the next morning found out he went back, returned to all of them. I thought we'd had them for good, but no, he took them back. Amazing guy. <laughs> I really wanted some of those flags. They were neat. One was red colored. There was a purple one, I think. Uh, even I want to kill myself. <laughs> can you can you imagine? All right, Riz, take a second here. Riz, I need you to take a second here. Your daughter is getting married. You're sitting at the table, and this guy yeah. is talking about him and some dude yep. stealing golf flags after and going to prison for some. Do you not? I would stand up and go, thank you. We're good here. That's enough. Thank you. you did. What? Prison gym or whatever you're I think, I think everybody was. is uh, pretty Prison shocked gym. here. One of those, it's the finish line flag that you'd have at the uh, NASCAR. Oh, what the hell are you talking about? I want to throw up. <laughs> Um, anyways, how's are you guys enjoying the food? I'm excited for the food tonight. I'm excited <laughs> for the from dance out of town? party. I think it's going to be amazing. And um, I know for sure we're going to play your favorite song. <laughs> I can't wait to hear waiters. that. Man, that's a great song, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, Alan Jackson's Chad Hoochie. Can't wait to hear that. It's gonna be a good number. Yeah. Yeah. And has he has yeah. he showed has He's he sung the time right now, off? Right has now. Sung to you? Right now, Dad's going like this. Oh, his voice is absolutely amazing. He would come in there to the uh, prison, and actually would just sing away and really bless all of us that were incarcerated. Uh, Listen to the crowd. Are that. you losing the crowd? Fact, he lost them. Are you losing? I mean, I didn't roll. have the crowd. I, I was just saying, uh, he lost them when he you hit know, the I just time. got out today and... Just got out today. He just got out today. This is how cool he is. This is how cool he is. He has uh, invited me to stay at their house <laughs> until I'm out on my own and uh, can get a job and everything. And so if uh, there's any plumbers out there looking for a great employee, I, heck of plumbing, decent at other things. Um, but that's pretty much the thing I studied the most. I don't know why. I just like pipes and things. It's <laughs> <laughs> just and like pipes plumbing. And it's pretty cool. Uh, so if you guys are looking, anyone interested, let me know. I've, uh, I'm going to get business cards soon, so I'll hand those out. they be pretty nice. You're doing uh, the best man speech to talk about getting business cards. <laughs> Let's get into it. Let me start now. I'll start the speech appropriately. <laughs> And uh, get this going. So now you're saying um, you haven't even started oh, the, the one speech quote. Yet. Ah, the see, one he quote. Said he was going to say this. He you wants to say this to you. Um, <laughs> I loved you less. I'd, if I loved you less, I might be able to talk about it more. And that's from his favorite uh, author, Jane Austen. And I thought that'd be neat. He really wanted to share that with you. Loves Jane Austen. <laughs> I agree. Pretty good stuff. 
He's the female Mark Twain, right? <laughs> wrote about rivers or something. Oh, pretty good stuff. Well, anyways. Wrote about you know, like rivers. And, um, and I know you guys are going to have an amazing life together. I can already tell it's, it's been perfect from the get-go. You guys started, how long ago was it? Six years ago? I can't remember what you said you started dating. Five, six years ago. And um, he's years ago. always talked about you. Even, you know, he, sometimes I uh, would have to talk through a little phone, you know, and the plexiglass thing. And he would talk <laughs> about you and just how amazing you were and how much you meant to him. And he was excited, excited, absolutely excited. And uh, this excited? has been a dream of his since he, uh, we were little boys. I mean, he would talk about getting married. That was a thing he already had planned. He knew the flowers he wanted to have at the wedding. He knew the songs that were going to be played. What, even the pastor, what pastor this he really like wanted. feels like minute 18. And I think yeah, that's yeah. great. And, uh, <laughs> and I hope your old youth minister was able to get out there because his youth minister is a heck of a guitarist and uh, can play some songs. Uh, but anyways, and also, yeah, the, the flower thing, I hope one day you follow through with your goals of uh, opening the flower shop You've always wanted to do that, which I admire. <laughs> and I think... Well, that's, your, that's your alarm. Well, hey, you have a wonderful night. <laughs> and well, hey. I think you're going to have a beautiful marriage. And I say, uh, let's get, whenever that dance floor gets open, let's all jump out there. Let's have a heck of a time. All right, I'm going to go find the, the buffet. I'll see you guys. Wow. Oh, my Thank God. You. Yes, dude. Just, just yes. A, a, a continuous flow of King Scott brain right there. Yeah, yeah, my right, favorite thing is somebody on Twitter said, I'm sitting here thinking how his warden let him out of prison to let him go and do the best man speech. <laughs> then I remembered it was all fake. <laughs> <laughs> the warden couldn't hear it, couldn't listen anymore. All right, listen. Well done, Scott. Thank you. Ms. Rewind. Find more Rizzuto Show Rewinds at 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Hey, Jeff Burton here. Let me tell you about uh, the good people and my good friends now at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, locally and family-owned since 1976. And today, nothing but the area's largest retailer of tires and expert auto service. Now they have 42 store locations, including St. Louis, St. Charles, Southern Illinois, Cape Girardeau, and Grand Spank, a new store, West Edwardsville, Illinois. In fact, it's their second store to serve the amazing families and incredible businesses over there in Edwardsville. Dobbs is without a doubt the most convenient place to go for expert tire and automotive service because they're practically everywhere. Check out their deals at GoToDobbs.com, then get into Dobbs to keep your family's vehicles in top condition. Remember, at Dobbs, you're in, up, fixed, and out same day. Check out Dobbs deals today. Hey there, podcasters. You're sitting out on your deck. What? You don't have a deck? But your neighbor's got a deck and your the other neighbor's got a deck and you have deck envy. What are you going to do? You're going to call Chesterfield Fence and Deck. They transformed my backyard for me last year. Got a new fence, got a brand new deck, and I cannot wait to just be out there. I'm probably out there right now sitting on my deck. 52 years in business, Chesterfield Fence and Deck has been one of St. Louis's top names in home improvement with a commitment to put quality and professionalism first in every single thing they do. They provide the best and longest-lasting outdoor products available with a skilled installation team who carries out that mission to be the very best in customer service and quality craftsmanship. Fences, decks, sunrooms, screen rooms, patios, pergolas, retaining walls, that's what they do. Mention the Riz Show with Chesterfield Fence and Deck. They're online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? The Rizzuto Show. Rewind. Hey, it's Jay Chandrasekhar, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, welcome back. John Patrico's still here. If you missed the Craigslist Freak of the Week, the uh, podcast after the show will be up there. Listen to the three freaks, three brand new ones. And make sure you vote via Twitter at R-I-Z-Z Show. Uh, also, don't forget about the newest podcast, the Worst of the Week podcast. Yep. Myself and King Scott, we give you a little look behind the scenes and kind of recap some of the uh, highlights of what happened this week. All right. The Race Show Podcast Network. Uh, let's do some sports. The Rizzuto Show Sports. Do you guys know who Charlie Casserly is? Oh, yeah. yeah he's the, he's uh, the guy, chocolate factory one of the guy. Other guys or just, he's yeah. an NFL he's network an NFL analyst. Network guy, I think. He's pretty knowledgeable, actually. And he Smart was talking dude. about the Dallas Cowboys and their <laughs> offensive issues. And uh, here's what he had to say. 
Cole Beasley. I go with what we said earlier. Why don't you throw the guy the ball more? I tell you what, Tez Bryant, they threw the ball too much to him last year. Get Beasley more involved. I don't know why they can't do that. Dude, I, I didn't even hear anything he said because it was so musical. As soon as he started the beat, I was like, oh, it's a rap. He's rapping. <laughs> oh, speaking of rap, that's funny you say that. There's a tennis player, Canadian guy, 19-year-old Denis uh, Shapovalov, and he's a rising star. He's got a killer backhand. Yesterday, big upset win, and he celebrated by rapping. Moon, do you think it was good or bad? Uh, I'm going to say bad. Let's go ahead and hear. I'm a cat with my fans getting hella lit. Hey. <laughs> Happy with the win today. Wait, I forgot. Start over, start over. Wait, wait, I wrote it down, so. I'm here with Cali with the fans getting hella lit. Happy with the win today. Now I got a flow to spit. Loving the support, I leave it all on the court. Fighting like a wolf. I'll be back for more, so take care and good night. Know this the good life. Hot tubs and court time. Thursday, we back, all right? Not so easy, is it? Stick to tennis. Uh, finally, one more story here. You remember Vince Young, former NFLer, shined in college at Texas, took him to a national championship. Uh, you also remember those, T those two DUIs that he picked up? How's he doing? Yeah, he got fired from the Longhorns. Oh, Get up. Oh, I'm Patrico, that's your sports, and boom goes the dynamite. The Rizzuto Show. Headline Hoosh. Brought to you by Morris Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Online at ninjabling.com. <laughs> What's so funny there, guys? Uh, nothing. <laughs> Today's Headline Hoosh story comes to us from Hancock, Michigan. That's in the, uh, the Upper Peninsula, above Wisconsin. You know. Oh, yeah. Hancock, Michigan, oh, oh, Jeff. The, Spent the a weekend pen. there one night. So, are you sick of winter, you know, ready for spring? Well, you know, we all are. So is this idiot. A 37-year-old guy got his car stuck in the snow on Tuesday. <laughs> and then, uh, then police showed up after there were reports of uh, multiple gunshots. So who got shot? Thankfully, nobody did. It turned out the guy was so angry he couldn't get his car out, he started shooting the snowbank he was stuck in. <laughs> Signed a Glock in his car, several shell casings on the ground next to the snowbank. So he shot it multiple times. Police realized he was drunk and arrested him. I'm not sure what charge he's facing yet, but they were coming. Mm. So you cannot do that. Uh Riz, I mean we just we just played the 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 tennis the tennis guy. I've Rapper. Got, I've uh, yeah, I've got another rap for you that I would like to play. Uh, this is this is an author. All right, let me let me hit the uh, okay. the, the uh, oh no, and that's uh, your headline news. Oh no, this is an author, and uh, I know what you're gonna play. This is impossible to watch and impossible not to watch. This is a guy. He was an author on uh, a, 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 a like local TV morning show, an author slash rapper, and. He was asked to maybe spit a couple rhymes on, on the morning show. Freestyle. Okay. This is the Rizzuto Show podcast. Years ago, they tried to put me in the... Oh, this is live. Yes, it's live. Years ago. Did you want to try to read something from your book? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's that. Let's do that. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. Freestyling ain't free. Years ago, they tried guys, to... Guys, we put freestyling Freddy on the... <laughs> years ago, they tried yeah. to... If I remember correctly, when it was, it was years ago... And guys, we got freestyle and Freddie for the morning show. <laughs> My favorite is he, he goes, he goes, years ago they tried to. <laughs> this live. Let's go back to uh, freestyle and Freddie. Yeah, well, he's in the building. Freestyle and Freddie in the building. Go ahead. Give us all something, freestyle and Freddie. Years ago they tried to. Years ago they tried to put me in the. Thanks. Did they? Oh, wait, 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 wait. So years ago, they tried to put him in the, and then listen to the noise. Listen to the noise that comes out of freestyle Freddy. Here we go. Put me in the. <laughs> Is that a lyric freestyle, Freddy? If you, if you watch the video, he's looking directly at the camera. 
He's looking directly at the camera, and then he goes, this live. And then you hear the woman go, yes, it is. And he slow turns to her and goes. Rewind. Find more Rizzuto Show Rewinds at 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. The Rizzuto Show. Rewind. Uh, you want to learn how to play the guitar? So Fender, you know, the, the guitar people, they're offering free guitar lessons for the first uh, 100,000 subscribers to Fender Play. It's their online learning platform. And I actually have that downloaded on my on my phone. Sure. It's, it's, it's pretty neat. They have lessons, like mini lessons from like professional guitar players. Teach you how to play different songs, it's all the cool. chords, all the stuff. That's yeah, awesome. Listen, people looking for something to do. Right? Sitting at home, not working. Kids at home, learn a skill. I knew things were bad when I watched back-to-back episodes of the game show America Says with my 17-year-old. That's when we went, ooh, we need to find something to do. Huh. America Says? Yeah. It's yeah. just, it's like a ripoff of Family Feud. Well, you know what? It's like, it's like, uh, yeah, you got, you got to keep, you got to keep yourself occupied. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Last night, uh, the kids made dinner. Look at that. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, I find the kids are maybe helping out a little more around around our house too. Let's <laughs> yeah, not go gotta, crazy with it. You got to keep them busy. Yeah, I don't know about uh, um, the older kids, like like you said, but the younger kids they get super wild and stir crazy. You got to keep them busy. Yeah. A- and like you said, the chores are actually kind of helping. The yeah. Cooking, the cleaning, all that kind of stuff. We're making it games. Um, doing yeah, it was, doing it, family games. It was it was nice, you know, with. Uh, Past couple of nights, like everybody clearing the table and doing the dishes together, and we had the you know radio going. And mm-hmm. I, I have uh, came downstairs yesterday, and my 17 year old, who normally is a 17 year old, lays in her bed and stares at her phone. Uh, she was laying on the couch in the TV room, staring at her phone. I said, "Oh, what are you doing?" She said, "Thought I'd change locations." <laughs> <laughs> Way when, to go! When this weather gets better, it's going to be a different game. I think this this last couple of weeks, these first couple of weeks. Having to endure this with this crap yeah. weather is really dampering things. Once everybody starts getting outside, maybe, and doing some more out- outdoor activities, albeit, you know, with the social distancing, mm-hmm. I think moods will change. Yeah, even if it's just yard work. Listen, people may be lonelier than ever, especially while practicing social isolation during the crisis we are going on here. But there are at-home resources for your mental well-being, including Yale University's massively popular happiness course. It's taught by a, by a psychology professor, the science of well-being. It's available for free on this uh, Coursera. Have you heard of this? Mm-mm. C-O-U-R-S-E-R-A. Coursera. I'm not sure if it's a website or an app. Hmm. Yeah, it's an online learning platform. Yeah. Build skills with online courses from top institutions. And this happiness course, the science of well-being, is being offered for free. On Coursera from this uh, Yale University professor. So our, th- this woman's happiness course is is the most popular in Yale's 300-year history. Wow. So I see you can learn how to play guitar, take a take a Yale college course. Look at you. Oh, fancy. Look at you learning skills and doing Too things. Too fancy. All fancy and stuff. Oh, let's do some uh, food news real quick. This is the uh, this is the important <laughs> Food news. So, a recent survey asked people about various foods and how to pronounce them. Okay. So, how do you pronounce uh, car- caramel? It's is caramel. It, is it caramel or caramel? caramel? It's caramel. I, caramel. Unless you're caramelizing something. I, I float back and forth. <laughs> See, anytime, and I know this is not true, and don't, and don't, you know, I'm not ripping on anybody that says this, but anybody that says caramel, I'm like, what are you smug? Oh, you, oh, you think car- caramel is a smug I'm thing? I'm eating a caramel. Oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I'm eating a caramel. Like, you're supposed to be in rural Britain in a convertible caramel. Aston Martin I, I, I'll be going, honest with you. I go back and forth. Uh, caramel. Caramel, caramel. I go, I, oh, I could really well, go for a soft caramel. Excuse me, Stephen. The caramel. I don't know. Caramel seems a little more snooty to me. Caramel? Yeah. Caramel is who? Well, what do you think What do you think America says? Caramel, caramel or caramel? They say caramel. Caramel. It's 65% of one or the other. Caramel. It's caramel. No. 65% no. of people say caramel. No. I refuse well, they're to amateurs. believe this reality. Look to see if it's a regional thing. I don't even Because there's that regional dialect. In like television. 65% of people say caramel. 
Why do people pronounce it differently? Uh, it's an American trait to combine the R in with the preceding vowel. So that's why Kara is what they're saying. Um, but it says that it's 50-50 across the country. That means that this gave us nothing. This one says 65%. Is it a bagel or bagel? It's a bagel. And if you say bagel, what is wrong with yeah, you? Yeah, you and the caramel people can go start your own place. Yeah, it's, it's, it's bagel. That a bagel is completely incorrect. <laughs> bagel is like the silly. That's Although nine nine percent of people say bagel, and there was a girl in the in the brief time I went to college said bagel. Oh, they're just being silly. She was, like lamb. She was hot. She too. will be missed. <laughs> what? Dummy. I'll eat my bagel on my lamb. What a dope. <laughs> bagel. Got here. Stupid. You can put your caramel on your bagel. Is it uh, is it salmon or salmon? It's a it's salmon. Yeah. salmon. Who's pronouncing the L? We're getting silly now, right? Salmon. No, salmon or salmon? We're getting we're getting C. <laughs> Man, we're getting C. Nineteen percent of people pronounce the L. Salmon. Salmon. How do you? Yes, I think uh, salmon. Okay, okay how, you could get Ayut of here. So Salmon Rushdie. How do you how do you spell his name? That's a different thing. That's a name. Oh, unless you go, unless his first name is Rushdie, and you go, Salmon Rushdie? <laughs> <laughs> I think we're learning this. Like, what's for dinner? Salmon Rushdie? Uh, I don't know. I say salmon. I say salmon. Yeah, I think we're learning that 9% of the country needs a better education. Is it pecan or pecan? That's Boy. regional. We've talked That's about regional. Pecan. And, and pecan, pecan or pecan? It's pecan pie here. Pecan pie. Yeah, I started listening. I told you about this podcast pecan. that comes out of Georgia, and they're talking about this pecan orchard. And I heard that damn term so many times that so I, I actually pecan. said pecan. You did? You do? I, I do. See, that's a southern thing. See, pecan. pecan. You say to me like, hey. Oh, I don't know now. Do you have any huh, pecans? Yeah, do I? No, you do you have any pecans? pecans? And I go, no, the toilets are right there. I've heard you say pecan. I think I say pecan. Yeah, yeah, you do. So I got confused. Yeah, you from Georgia? The whole caramel, caramel, pecan, pecan. Uh, 68% of people say pecan. 68%. Pecan. Yeah, I think, I think that's because... Where they're coming from, that's where they say it. <laughs> Here it is. This says, uh, you know, like, the, is it pecan or pecan? It says, the nut is po- pronounced pecan. Therefore, it should be pronounced as such in any other context. Pie, ice cream, sugar-coated. The pronunciation is the same through and through. And it doesn't matter if you're from the North, South, or Midwest. This is how it's done. Okay. <laughs> oh, see, I think that's, that's the one that has okay. multiple right answers. Is it jalapeno or jalapeno? Jalapeno. Hold on, hold on. <clears throat> uh, yes, I'll take the jalapeno stuff poppers. Oh, peño. I'm wait, a peño guy. No, I, I'm pretty sure jalapeno you're a peño. or jalapeno? Oh, man, do you like these chips? Hey, They're jalapeno. Peño. Oh, damn it. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> jalapeno. <laughs> you know what? Okay. Caramel. Hey, you know what? Car- caramel. To be 100% honest with you, it's neither for me. I, I, because I, I always make it a joke you and I call it jalapeno yeah. every time. <laughs> Tony is the jalapeno <laughs> guy. Yeah. Even if I'm in a restaurant, I'll be like, hey, can you throw some extra jalapenos on there? I do. Even at restaurants. No, he's your jalapeno guy? Oh, yeah, we all have one. <laughs> I think I say jalapeno. Tony, will jalapeno. you be my jalapeno guy? Jalapeno. Every day of the week, Jeff. Thank you, buddy. Jalapeno. Oh, yeah, yeah, jalapeno. I say jalapeno. Jalapeno, yeah. jalapeno sounds jalapeno. right, but I think I say jalapeno. Jalapeno poppers. Ooh, I'm an Eno. I'm Eno. 40% of Eno people. Face. So, so 40% say jalapeno. So that means 60% are jalapeno guys. Jalapeno or gals. I think that they're all right. Espresso or espresso. Uh, oh, this is a right or wrong. There's no so. X. What is it? It's espresso. Espresso or espresso. There's no X and especially. Can we get that out there? Espresso is the correct way to say it. Can if I just... want to shippo something to you fasto, I send it espresso. But if I want to go get what's in the kitchen, it's espresso. Even yeah. though it's wrong, 16% say espresso. Yeah, and and same with especially. People throw an X in there, and it drives me insane. Tony, you say espresso. I can't. No, I say espresso. Even. No, I'm saying if you say that. Oh, yeah. You say that to me, I can't even. It's even. Can't even. (laughs) All right, so the the French thin pancakes. That's a crepe. Crepe. Crepe or crepe? That's a crepe. That's a crepe. Man. I crepe in the kitchen to get some crepes. (laughs) Jeff does the (laughs) crepin. Hey, wait. I was uh, around a French person, and they slapped me in the face when I said said crepe. Did they do it with gloves? Wait, you know where we are? When you said crepe? I said, oh, because they say crepe. It's crepe. crepe. Ah. Okay. It's, That's fine. When I go to France, yeah, exactly. then you could say, then you could say crepe. Here, it's a crepe. Yeah, I'll go against You know what I usual. said to that 
that French person, I said, Last time I checked my watch, it still said America. And it's crepe. I'll go, hey, man, just I'll, say you like really thin pancakes. I'll go against, yeah, I'll yeah. Go against my usual and say that there is a, there is a dateline on that one. And when you cross it, the word changes. So it's crepe. Yeah. And is it is it the thing you put on your pancakes? Syrup. Oh, syrup. Syrup or, or syrup. syrup. It's syrup. syrup. I go syrup. Is syrup. it syrup or syrup? It's what do you say, Jeff? Syrup. So you're a syrup guy. S U R guy, yes, yeah, syrup. I'm a syrup guy. Syrup. The Y is important for some reason to me. Scott, what are you? Syrup or syrup? Syrup. Syrup. Tony, you're a syrup guy too. <laughs> syrup. I'm, I'm too busy now. Clouds. I'm not, I'm still now thinking about the scene from uh, Talladega Nights where they're talking about the crepes. Yeah. He's got to. He, he goes. He goes. Somebody better get me a beer. I'm gonna be down here for a while. <laughs> and then he goes. Then he goes. What's that? Huh, I'm gonna get out of this. I'm gonna slip out of it right now. Who did it? Syrup or syrup is a fifty-fifty tie. Who says syrup besides Jeff? Idiots. Syrup? I mean, I mean I, listen. All of us at the meeting. King of the idiots. I, I've, I've definitely heard people say syrup. I think I've heard that. It I think Jeff that just is said like, it. That's like a. That's again. And Jeff, I'm I not don't calling like you, it. I'm not calling you a Hoosier, but that's like a. That's like a Hoosier. Oh yeah, man, give me I, some syrup. I think also it's very easy for everybody to sit here and say I'm going to say syrup right now. But if you're in the middle of getting some syrup, you're going to say syrup. Yeah, and see, get get sir. Getting some syrup. Yeah. <laughs> Getting some syrup. <laughs> to put on my pecan. Hey, you got the pancakes yeah, here. Where's the syrup? Pie. That's what you'll say. Not syrup. Do you have any caramel? I don't syrup? think I've ever said syrup. Accompany you my pecans did. with my syrup. Thank you, Jeff. Just lied to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Riz Rewind. Find more Rizzuto Show Rewinds at 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. The Rizzuto Show. Rewind. Hi, this is Chris Catan. You're listening to the Rizzuto. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. Hi, this is Chris Catan. You're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Yeah, that was just by chance. SNL or Chris Catan was here last week. Now we got another SNLer or former SNLer. Kevin Nealon's here. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Chris Catan was sitting right in that seat. Is that right? That seat right there. I thought it felt like his kind of butt cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> his recognizable butt yeah, cheeks. Yeah. Yes. No, off the air. I'm, I'm still feeling this guilt. I told uh, Mr. Nealon here that I, I hit a deer for the first time ever. First time ever. And I feel this kind of twinge of, of guilt. Oh, yeah. Even yeah. though it was his fault. It was. It was her Kevin fault. Nealon's her fault that you hit fault. a deer? Wow, no. That's her crazy. Fault. It's her fault. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing you could do about it, really. I mean, you're just driving. If you try to swerve, you'll cause an accident. Mm -hmm. There'd be more injuries. And um, but yeah, thank God I'm okay. Yeah, you didn't tell Mr. Neely you were driving around in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> Looking That's a shortcut. <laughs> did this deer? Did it have antlers? No, no. Oh, so, so it, was, it's, it hadn't been around that long anyway. I mean, unless it was a doe, and uh, does don't have antlers, do they? No, I don't know. No, I don't think so. I'm not sure. Looking at me, I have no idea. I eat deer. I don't know much about them. <laughs> Do you eat the antlers? No, no, no. no. <laughs> Chip takes <laughs> his teeth with them. <laughs> the ram's head, is that on purpose? Uh, I'm not a sports fan. But, I, just... I mean, you know what happened here. I mean, you know, <laughs> no. the, you know the rams left St. Louis in a very unceremoniously oh, that's right. way. That's right. <laughs> it was in the news. I don't even think about that. You know, it's funny. There's, there's a lot of bitterness here. There's two <laughs> types of people in the world. There's like sport fanatics and people that don't care. And I don't care. But I, I appreciate, you know, I, I enjoy watching a game once in a while in the Super Bowl and the mm -hmm. playoffs and all that stuff. But, um, you know, no, I'm not a... I, I, I'm from St. Louis. Yeah. Uh, can we call you St. Louis' yeah, own? St. Louis' I own. think technically, yeah. I only lived here for three weeks. We claim you, though, as our own. Yeah. I mean, I am technically, legally, I am right on my passport or whatever, birth certificate says St. Louis. Yeah, St. Louis citizenship. The Incarnate Word Hospital, which is no longer on Grant Street. It doesn't exist. Huh. It's a hotel now, I heard. I could stay in the room I was born in. Wow. In oh, crib that's up. pretty I could sleep awesome. in a crib up there. <laughs> and have some repressed memories. Yeah, it's true. And then your parents moved away. My father got a job in Connecticut, and so we all went to Connecticut for a while. Mm. 
I think he's eligible for the St. Louis Walk of Fame. I would think so. Yeah. I think so. There is yeah. such a thing. You have to pay us two hundred fifty bucks, but we'll put a star somewhere. Okay, yeah. Yeah. we'll put you next to uh, Vincent Price. <laughs> is it a sticker or is it actually inside <laughs> the? Uh... <laughs> it's, a, it's a dry erase board that we put on the ground. Uh, here's the thing: if you get, if you yeah, if you get it, they have to bury you there too. So that's <laughs> it's a bit of a commitment. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, you know, have you been uh, have you wandered around St. Louis at all? I mean, you know, the Loop area, Delmar. I mean, I, you know, I've been coming here a lot over the years, Westport and. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the arch. I mean, but listen. Uh, yeah, yeah. The brewery. You know, they, make, they make a lot of beer here. Uh, you, just, you just did what a lot of people in St. Louis do. And they're like, you know, somebody, hey, man, I'm coming to town for the first time. What do I do? And you go, oh, you check out um, the arch. Have you seen yeah. the arch? Yeah, like, yeah. The arch is awesome. That's right. We have a zoo. It's yeah. free. Uh-huh. You're on a budget. <laughs> well, you don't, you don't have family here? I mean, I know your I parents. don't. I don't know anybody here. Really? Doesn't. John Goodman come from here or something? Uh -huh. yeah. Or is that New Orleans? Yeah. No, no, he's, he's from guy. here. But I think he lives in New Orleans. In New Orleans. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, John yeah. Hamm is is, uh, is from here. Good. I think he might have been on my flight yesterday. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because he's in town for the All-Star game. We okay, saw him last night. That was it, yeah. Did you oh. say hi? Uh, you know, I um, I didn't want to go back to economy. <laughs> 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 No, he was sleeping with his hat pulled over his head. You didn't tap him on the on the shoulder, go, hey, it's me, no, no, Kevin no, Nealon. No, no, no. St. Louis is out, Kevin Nealon. Come on, St. Louis, Louis guys. Hey. I do that to the pilot. I can't. You know, <laughs> hey, it's me. It's me. Move over. <laughs> Move over. Let me drive. Let me steer. See, I was I was on a plane with uh, with uh, St. Louis own Andy Cohen and uh, and Anderson Cooper flying from New York to St. Louis. I actually sat next to them, and I was so nervous I didn't say a word to them. Really? The entire flight. Because huh. I'm thinking if I say something dumb, then we have to sit next to each other the entire flight. Right. And then it's just going to be really awkward. So I just made it really awkward pretending not to notice them there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. probably was a lot worse. Well. I know. I Are know. you on a commercial hey. flight? Would it bother you if, if somebody like Riz or somebody came up and says, hey, how's it going? Nice no, to see no, you. And no. then we're sitting like two seats away from you the rest of the flight, you know? No, that happens. That happens a lot. <laughs> I was just going to say, though, uh, but also um, getting back to sports and St. Louis, I'm friends with Tony LaRussa. Oh, nice. Oh, look at that. That's a name. Nice. Dropping the names. He nice. would always invite me to come to the uh, Cardinals games when they're playing L.A., you know? And I'm just not a, you know, I'm just not a fan to want to sit in the uh, in the stands for Yeah, that but if long. the manager <clears throat> invites you, I'm sure they're good seats. They're like in the dugout. <laughs> you can't see anything from the dugout. <laughs> Did he say that you could play left field? I'm like, that'd be awesome. He's, he asked you to bring your mitt. <laughs> <laughs> bring your mitt. I tell you, one time I had to throw in the first pitch at, in Chicago for the Cubs and the White Sox at Wrigley Field. And I hadn't thrown a hardball in a long time. Mm -hmm. And so I was in Chicago doing a gig. <clears throat> so that morning, I got up and I found a park. I went to a park to see if I could find people throwing the ball, a hardball. So I could kind of get used to it. Mm -hmm. And I saw this uh, father playing with his like six-year-old son, throwing the ball back and forth. And I went up to the father and said, hey, do you mind if I throw the ball with you a few times? I think he thought I like had no father growing up. Right. <laughs> trying to relive some kind yeah. of childhood thing Just that you missed out on. had a yeah. tear in your eye. And I said, I'm throwing the first ball pitch in at the game today. And he kind of rolled his eyes. He goes, okay. So I threw a few pitches with him, you know. And his son, meanwhile, standing off to the side looking really sad. Yeah. <laughs> he just stole my dad. You didn't even triangle yeah. it? You just pushed him out of the way? You literally <laughs> stopped a kid from playing catch exactly. Did you dad. call the guy, dad? Good throw, dad. <laughs> <laughs> Start bawling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, if you, you you say to him, if you call me sport, this would make it a lot we better. Can go for ice so. cream later, you little yeah. hunk. Uh, where's the car, Dad? <laughs> Wait, the real question here is, you couldn't find anybody else. You had to find a random person to have a catch with. Yeah, yeah. I was just, I was alone in town, and I'm telling you, I haven't been that nervous in a long time. And um, you know, it comes time for me to throw the pitch, and I got the you know the, the jersey on and everything. Mm -hmm. And I was being a wise guy. Every time the pit, the catcher gave me a signal, I shook him off. Mm -hmm. So I did that like five times. And then he got upset and he, he got up. He started heading out to the pitcher's mound. I said, No, no, okay, okay, let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. <laughs> You're wasting everybody's time here. But it was a good pitch. A little high, but over the plate fast. I got to throw out a first pitch uh, at a Cardinal game, and uh, my only thing was I did not want to bounce the ball. Yeah, that's like, I didn't want to throw short. <clears throat> and uh, I practiced, and I was all good. I got out to the mound. And I threw this ball so high, I didn't bounce it. I threw it over the catcher's head into the color guard. <laughs> these guys, these poor guys had just returned from the Middle East. They were holding the flag. And all I hear was a sold-out game. 
Well, how many people does Bush Stadium hold? 65-ish. I hear a collective, ooh. Oh, no. <laughs> and these poor, I think I put the catcher on the DL. He was trying to jump so high. Oh, wow. For it. The color guard scatters. How did you feel after you threw it? I felt terrible. So would you rather have thrown it into the ground? I would have rather have Probably. not done it. Yeah. <laughs> So as I'm, I'm walking, they took me to uh, a police station. <laughs> they took me to a place called the Champions Club, uh, you know, to watch the game. What right did you have going in there? Yeah, no just, right just to show you, you're not, you don't belong here. This is where the champions go. So as I'm walking up to this place, people go, "Hey, nice pitch, Riz." Just, I, I'm, 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 I'm not kidding you. More than ten people said that to me as I'm walking up. I go, "How was your first pitch?" <laughs> Oh, wait for yours. <laughs> it's amazing what that does, the the possibility of throwing out a first pitch in front of all these people, what it does to grown men and women, how nervous. It, I've never done it, but I can't imagine how nervous. My parents was. flew in for it. Like my, <laughs> my parents flew in for the first pitch. I mean, flew in from New York. We're on the, on the, on the field with me. My son was there. People you know, are betting on you. Oh, man. <clears throat> Tony plays softball how many nights a week in the summer? Uh, three, sometimes four. Three, sometimes wow. four. I played for years. I played on a traveling team. Moon is a very good athlete. King Scott. But when you... If if I was to do that, I would be a nervous. Oh, with a with a disaster. Here's a disaster. the thing too. Yeah, you you got to do it from the mound. You can't come oh, up halfway. Yeah. That was that was arms. I played catch with Riz before he did it, and we just threw just normal, just like it was actually on a parking lot. We just threw, and then you get up there and you get on the mound, and you're like, whoa, this is a different perspective. Well, I saw my I saw myself walking out to the mound on the big screen in center field, and yeah. that's when I went, oh my god, we have a picture of you up there on the on the big screen. Oh, look at that. There you go. And yeah. those pants, huh? Those were the pants you picked. <laughs> those were the actual the team pants at the time. <laughs> no. Changed their uniform just at one game only. They saw that it's picture green, and went, ah, green khaki pants. <laughs> That's good right. form. You got yeah. a pair of New Balances on? Yeah, all good. That was the team uniform. <laughs> you know, I used to be a quarterback in college. Yeah. Uh, from Fairfield University. <clears throat> I played for one season. It was after I graduated from my own college where I played soccer. Uh-huh. I found out if you took a night course at this at this college, you could um, qualify to play football. So mm -hmm. I signed up for criminology, three credits, and I played college football for a full season. Wow. <clears throat> well, I mean, you're a big guy. No you got, way. You, know, you, got, yeah. you have that big hands, mm -hmm. yeah. big quarterback. Yeah, and I'm really smart. You know, I'm really smart. Yeah, very smart. <laughs> well, well, what made you stop playing? Just uh, um, Some of the other players got jealous because they weren't playing. And they they changed it to you got to take twelve credits. Now. Oh, they changed, oh wow. they, like changed the rules for you. Yeah, for the other players. Yeah, well, it was only like four years ago, right? That was like <laughs> two, two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let, let me ask you this question. So we're talking about you know celebrities, uh, you know on planes. I say I'd be nervous to talk to if you if I saw you on a plane. I'd be very nervous to talk to. you. I would not say it. Rightfully so. I get it. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> but, um, I'm, 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 you know, I get very. Do I, you know who I am? Yeah. Well, I, I get nervous. Uh, have, are you okay with people coming up to you? Have yeah, you yeah. had any awkward encounters? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, as long as they're they're sober. It's the worst <laughs> when they're really drunk, uh -huh. you know, because it's just ridiculous. It's a waste of your time. Um, but, I, you know, I'm the same way. I get nervous, too, um, around celebrities or people that uh, I'm intimidated by. Like, I was sitting in the back of a restaurant near my um, house in this neighborhood, and it's a back room, and there's maybe eight tables, mm -hmm. a little Italian restaurant, and I'm sitting with my friend. It's just us back there, I thought, and then he goes... Look who just sat down at the other table, like three tables away from us. It was um, Julie Andrews and Julia Roberts. Together? Huh? Yeah. And Dining they were, together. They were talking, and typically I wouldn't have trouble going up to someone and say, Hey, man, big fan. Mm -hmm. Nice to see you. Introduce myself. But I just didn't want to get near that table because they were like talking yeah. about something, you know, and mm -hmm. I, I really was intimidated. Well, I, I wouldn't know. I had the them thrown out. <laughs> Good decision. The, the opening for me is is really what makes me nervous. How do I approach you, and what do I say? You know, what would I say to you? Hey, I'm a big fan. Is that? But then now, I, I'd like to have a conversation with you, and I don't want to go for the fan thing because then it gets weird. Then you think I'm looking for an autograph. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? I, it doesn't matter to me what anybody says. You know, I mean, yeah, they say they're a fan or whatever. They love my work. But I remember going to the opening of Love in Vegas, you mm -hmm. know, the Beatles thing. Yeah, I saw it. And uh, I was I was in like in the in the back room because, uh, um, you know, I was friends with some of those people. Like, you know, um, <clears throat> Paul McCartney was back there, Ringo, Yoko. And Are you serious? Yeah. They were all there while, while you were there? Wow. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and Paul's talking to somebody and this fan comes up with a uh, Abbey Road album. Or, or uh, Sergeant Pepper, mm -hmm. and interrupts Paul as he's talking for an autograph. And Paul, 
Paul turns to him and goes, I'm in the middle of a conversation. Can't you see him? No, I can't give you an autograph. Now I'm, I'm, I'm having a conversation. Person, I felt so embarrassed for the guy. He blew it. Is my biggest fear? Is is the rejection? That's exactly. That's yeah. exactly why I don't do it. Yeah. That's why you don't want to be rejected. Uh huh. Did the guy just melt? I mean, what? what oh, oh I close my eyes. I think if somebody has the goal to do that, if somebody comes up in the middle of, of, of Paul McCartney having a conversation with an album and asks him to sign, I think that's a guy that's just so oblivious that it probably didn't even affect him that, that Paul just told him no. Well, he's probably he, one of those he moments was, he's like, this is the only is, seven seconds I'm going to be in the yeah. same room with this guy. I'm not going to blow this opportunity. Anymore. But, I, but I, um, <clears throat> I would occasionally get autographs from the hosts on Saturday Night Live when they came through because people were always asking me for charity items. Mm-hmm. And um, and I'm tired of giving away money. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I always do it anonymously because, you. you know, I don't need the attention or anything. Yeah, yeah. But whenever you see the name anonymous on the list, that's me. <laughs> Man, you are generous. <laughs> Very oh generous. Cow. So when Paul McCartney was uh, the musical guest on SNL, I had one of the PAs run out and get a couple albums. You know, like, a, um, you know, Sergeant Pepper, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know? And I had Paul sign it. And, uh, and I would keep those, you know, for charity. And Kurt Cobain was on once, and I had a PA go out and get a uh, the book, the unauthorized biography of Kurt Cobain. And I had Kurt sign it in the hallway as he was walking toward the uh, studio. <clears throat> and I looked at it maybe a week later, and it looked like a third grader had written in it. It said, I am not uh, Liberace. Kurt Cobain. Wow, that's amazing. <clears throat> yeah. I need, do you still have that? I still I kept that one, yeah. Want to sell it to me? Yeah, I do. Actually, I brought my uh, my little brother uh, to his first concert. Loved the band Primus. Yeah, you know the band Primus. Loved the band Primus. So we were at the Roseland Ballroom in New York City. I brought him to the concert. After the show was over, people kind of wait around back for the band to come out. And people are there, you know, with their. I bought my brother a shirt on the street. So I said, take the, take the shirt and go up to the to the lead singer, and I'll sign it for you. You'll have it forever. He gets up. Lead singer grabs the shirt. He goes, I don't sign bootleg shirts and throws, throws the shirt back at him. Oh, no. Yeah. <clears throat> throws the shirt back at him. I get Devastated. it. No, yeah, I get I it, I got to say, I get it. Devastated. Yeah, yeah, I get that, too. Yeah, but- he turned to a life of crime after that. <laughs> <laughs> God rest his soul. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's bootlegging bootlegger. T-shirts, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Nealon is at the uh, Helium Comedy Club. 7.30 and 10.30 are the shows tonight and tomorrow. What do you think you're most recognized for? I think my love of the community. No, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> when, people, when people come up to you, you it's know. It's anonymous they, donations. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start donating things, by the way. And, and when it says for name, first name, anonymous, last name, Lee. I'm donating as anonymously. <laughs> you know what it is now, Riz? It's um, of all the things I've done, Weed, Saturday Night Live, Man With a Plan currently, mm-hmm. um, people like this YouTube thing I'm going. I'm doing called Hiking With Kevin. Yes. I Love yeah. it. Oh, you love like love that? it. Oh, thanks, I'm totally ripping it off from you, just Thank so you. you know. Yeah. Anyway, so I've been doing that, and uh, and I enjoy doing it. I edit it. You know, I hike with a different celebrity every mm-hmm. week, and then I post it on, on my YouTube channel on Thursdays. And um, it's it's just been really fun. You know, I got to hike with Kate Beckinsale. I mean, you have some big-time celebrities yeah, on there. Yeah, Conan, Sandler. Crazy-ass celebrities. Yeah. Who just, oh, I mean, is there anybody that, that said to you, like, eh, I'm not walking? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, ah, I don't want to. Can we just not walk or... Well, I asked Steve Martin, and he wanted to hike somewhere flat, like in Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, we could do that, but maybe if we held, like, some bushes behind you. But David Spade, he's a flat line. He want any kind of incline at all. At one point, we were going up uh, literally about a 1% incline. He goes, are we going uphill now? Wow, he <laughs> knew it. Oh, I don't yeah. know if you guys knew this, but it was originally going to be hang gliding with Kevin. <laughs> that was rejected. Walking around Walmart with Kevin. Yeah. And uh, wrestling with Kevin. That's right. Yeah. That's right. All of those fizzle it out. <laughs> Running with scissors with Kevin. Those didn't. Those didn't work out. So we'll settle on. We'll settle on hiking. But people seem to open up to you. They do when they're outside. I found it's it's a psychological thing. I guess when they're outside, it's not a studio with a lot of lights on them or an audience. Or I'm, I'm not even really looking at them that much. I'm looking at the trail. They're much more forthcoming and revealing. Because I remember that just hiking, not doing a show. You pass people hiking. And, and you come up in the middle of a conversation. It's really kind of personal stuff, you mm-hmm. know? So, um, so yeah, I've kind of gotten a lot of information out of people that yeah, way. Yeah, and you've gotten a lot of press doing this, this too. I mean, yeah. a, lot of, a lot of play on this this hiking around. Pe- people like it because it's not that polished. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like a really highly polished thing. I edit it myself. Yeah. On Have you movie. ever seen it? Yeah. It's, oh, it's yeah. literally him walking with a selfie stick, selfie or at stick, least yeah. the ones that I've seen. Yeah. He's just walking in the woods, and then here comes Adam Sandler. But also, I, I added a drone to the mix. So I've now I have that. a drone. 
for the B-roll. Wow. But Jeff's going to steal that from you. Bob. That's yep. a perfect response. That's a perfect response to the uh, the the overproduced reality TV couple decades that we had there. <clears throat> and I think uh, Seinfeld hit it really well with comedians and cars. You know, because it seems whatever production is going on, it seems like just two guys in a car with a GoPro stuck on a windshield kind of thing, and that's really attractive to, to sort of you know get. But that one is really highly produced. You know, they have about fifteen GoPros probably, or yeah. whatever they use. Uh, but, yeah, mine is just one on the stick. That's I used to great. use my cell phone on just a selfie stick, but it was too shaky and people were complaining. Uh, but so um, some guy sent me a rig, like a carbon graphite selfie stick light with a GoPro on the end uh -huh. and an external mic with a, like a, a windsock over it. You know, so um, it's gotten a lot better. So who's coming up? Do we have any upcoming uh, um, Well, I, I, just, I just booked Courtney Cox mm -hmm. and uh, Joel McHale and David Sedaris. Wow. Yeah. So, I love what Bella Thorne was almost wearing. <laughs> Bella Thorne, like, um, you know, like 10 minutes into the hike, took off her top. But she just had a bikini top on. Yeah. Okay. Yep. We're okay with that. That's when I was using just a cell phone. That's why there's six parts to her interview. Okay. What's what's the, like, what's the weirdest role that you get recognized for when you're out and about? The weirdest role? Yeah. Um... Like, is there anything that, like, somebody comes up and they're like, oh, my God, man, I can't tell you how much I loved you in, in Grandma's Boy. Yeah, you know, I get like, Grandma's Boy a lot or Happy yeah. Gilmore. Oh, Happy yeah. Gilmore. Yeah, that was a good yeah. one. Um, little Nikki, maybe. Oh, That's yeah. the weirdest one, you know, Tidhead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I forget. I, what, yeah. What was he in, Little Nikki? He was the guy he's, that he put boobs hell. on his head. I had breasts That's on my right. head. Yeah. That's one of the Sandler movies I only saw once. Oh, oh dude, it's so good. It's one of those where you... Can I go back and watch it? Yes, 100%. Oh, yeah. It's one of those where you watch, you're like, I don't know if I liked that. And then on yeah. the third watch, you go, I think this is one of my favorite films. Yeah. And just for the killer soundtrack. You would love just the soundtrack. I remember the soundtrack to it. It's I remember so, the premise of the it's movie. It's so ridiculous that it's it becomes a favorite. Yeah? Yeah, that's a watch a few times sort of thing. Yeah, you and Grandma's Boy as the... Uh, the, the, the CEO, yoga guy. Hilarious. Hilarious. I tell you, you know, when they sent me that script... I, you know, I, I've done a lot of Sandler films. They're kind of juvenile and mm -hmm. fun, you know. But when they sent me this one, this was a, produced by Sandler. He wasn't in it. It was Swartz and, you know, mm -hmm. <clears throat> Colvert and those guys. I read it. I thought, I got, this is where I got to draw the line. Really? This is just, oh, really? It's just too crass and too, you know. I mean, it That's was, how I felt the first time I saw it. The first time I saw it, I was like, this is really dumb. And then I watched it like <laughs> a month later and I was like, this is hilarious. <laughs> so Sandler calls me and goes, Neil, I really hope you do this film because if you don't do it, you know, and it's a big hit, I'll feel bad. But if it's not a big hit, nobody's going to see it anyway. So, you know, that's <laughs> just right. Yeah. Like that's Alan, good logic. Alan needs his lead, he, his lead role. He's done the sidekick thing for, you know, nine films with, oh, with Sandler. Oh, uh, Grandma's Boy is awesome. Yeah, like, but Covert, uh, uh, Alan, like, is uh, that that's one of, like, the favorite parts of every Happy Madison is the little random side characters that, that guy mm -hmm. does. So it's nice to see him. Yeah, like, even when Kevin's in all the, all the Sandler movies. I mean, it, it's amazing. Yeah. Is, is there anything you've said no to that wound up being like, oh, man, should have been in this? No, but I, because I say yes to everything. But I, <laughs> I, will, uh, I lean in. I will tell you that I hiked with Matthew Modine, which kind of inspired this hiking show I do. He was the first guy I hiked with. I said, mm -hmm. Matt, you want to go for a hike? He goes, sure. And we're hiking up this canyon. It's really steep. We're both out of breath. I thought this would be a funny little clip if I interviewed him. Or you couldn't understand what we were saying because we're both so out of breath, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I did that, and that was funny. But on the way down the other side of the mountain, the canyon, I asked some serious questions. I said, Matt, did you ever turn down anything you regretted? And he rolled his eyes. He goes, dude, after, after I did um, Full Metal Jacket, it was a big hit. I was really picky, and my wife was picky, and we turned down so many. I turned down Back to the Future, the Michael J. Fox role. Oh. I turned down Tom Hanks, the big role, Charlie Sheen in Wall Street, and Tom Cruise role in Top Gun. Oh. I said, you idiot. He goes, wow. I know. Why would he turn those down? What because was he waiting for? He was waiting for, you know, just, I don't know. It's like you get scared when you had so much success. You're afraid to, like, you know. And he, I mean, listen, he was great in Full Metal Jacket. I mean, yeah. His Joker. He was, I mean, mm -hmm. amazing. Uh, but what would you, I mean, those are huge movies. I Listen, hindsight is twenty twenty. Uh, you don't know these things are going to be big when they're offered to you. But, I mean, what are you waiting for? Well, he Oscar said he got scripts. a script from Oliver Stone. Was it Wall Street? Mm-hmm. And uh, it wasn't quite finished. And um, But it's still Oliver Stone. Yeah, but he told Oliver, he goes, well, you know, I, I'd love to read this and stuff. So, you know, when you're done, bring it back and I'll take a look at it. Never came back. Never came back. And Charlie, he did Charlie Sheen role. That's right. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, so, you know, it's when you're in that position, it's kind of you, you get, can get too picky. Mm -hmm. And you don't take those little risks anymore. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's, it says that Modine was, was asked to be the replacement for Eric Stoltz. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Eric Stoltz was the original. Yeah, and then they, they shot some of the movie right. with him in it. Which one? Eric St- yeah. Back, Back to, to the, the Future. Back to the Future, that's right. Yeah, they shot some of the some of the movie with him in it. And, and then they took him, him out and, and asked Modine. Modine said no, and then they went to Michael J. Fox. Wow. Can you watch yourself in some of the old SNL uh, sketches? Uh, do you find yeah, them? I don't mind that. You but sometimes it? I watch it, and I, I don't even remember being in that sketch. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> and then I see the ending. I go, oh, that's funny. Wow. <laughs> so you get to watch it for the first time. Yeah, you get to watch it for the first time. Like it's, all like, of us. it's like Game of Thrones. You know, I can't remember what happens in each one. And I can watch the same one over and over and go, I think, okay, these are three new episodes. I love it. <laughs> so it doesn't like trigger something like it takes you back to that time uh, when you. When you mean you were, SNL? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, if I watch an episode with Sting, I remember us sitting together and the conversation we had, mm-hmm. you know, or, you know, James Taylor. I remember being on the craft service table with him and, you know, him inviting me to go out to dinner. With right. Him. You know, so I do remember stuff like that. It's just like when I do a joke, uh, you know, in my act, in my stand-up, I remember who I was with when I came up with that idea or, you know, who inspired that. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, those are little triggers for me. Wow. Hmm. Well, I, I tell you, legend, we love you on SNL and everything you do. Kevin Nealon, everybody. Thanks, yeah. guys. Thanks, you guys. So, new episodes of Hiking with Kevin. When are we going to see these? Every Thursday. Every Thursday. Yeah, every yeah, Thursday. Thursday. Still, still coming out every Thursday? Yeah, I just posted one with Brad Garrett. That's it. Oh, wow. Really funny. Cool. Huge uh, names on there. Huge names. Huge. I mean, he's huge. So. We, yeah, we, I, just read, I just read a thing about Brad Garrett where uh, I guess he was uh, on uh, the Tonight Show. I guess one of the first times he was on The Tonight Show, and he, Bill Cosby was the guest host, and and for Johnny Carson, whoever was was doing it then, and uh, Bill Cosby told him, "Do not do an impression of me," and Brad Garrett did an impression of him, <laughs> oh, and wasn't invited out. back to The Tonight Show. I guess for a while, really, because of it. Huh. I think that was from my hike. He talked about was that, that from your hike? Yeah. Huh? Oh, that, wow. It was picked up uh, on some news. Uh, yeah, things. Yeah, wow. say there you go. Wow. I would have known that without Kevin Nealon. Now, a lot of our uh, uh, SNL, we've had a lot of SNL alum in here, and uh, one of the biggest questions we ask, speaking of guest hosts and things, is did you have a, a favorite or a least favorite, which is probably the more, uh, we're more interested in that one, a host that came through? Because, I mean, you always hear these horror stories about particular hosts or, yeah. or, or great stories about other uh, I mean, you know, I didn't really have any horror stories. You know, people say um, Steven Seagal was... Were you, were you uh, on when he was? Yeah, uh, what? yeah. That, that's what the one everybody always says. <laughs> probably the worst. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the worst SNL host <clears throat> of all time. I remember him standing in the hallway, as if he was a bodyguard for nobody around him, <laughs> <laughs> just protecting the yeah. door. Yeah, nasty's his own bodyguard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He just kind of standing there. You know. Are you messing with this guy? What this guy said, being me? Well, they said he was humorless. He wouldn't do anything. He'd- well, we, you know, we, I think we did a Hans and Franz sketch with him, and where he's supposed to pick up these stuntmen and throw them into the walls where the breakable studs are, you know. But in the air show, he um, threw them into the regular part of the wall that didn't break oh away. Oh, God. And, you know, stuntmen are so macho. They get up, you know, they're hurting. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. You know, they kind of crawl off. Uh, but, um, but, you know, favorite host, there's so many. I mean, was anybody that so surprised many. you? That you didn't think would be good, like oh, this guy. Yeah. This is like an old, I don't even know if you know who this is. Robert Mitchum. Sure, oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Robert Mitchum. He makes deodorant, right? Right. <laughs> no, that's no. Mitchell, but no, that's, no, that's a battery guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, you, um, you know, you watch these guys come in, and they're so out of their element. And plus, he's older at the time now mm-hmm. too. And in the dress show, he was a little sketchy. You know, he kind of. Uh, wasn't it like his timing wasn't good? But the air show, he just came right on. Just crushed Perfect. it. Perfect. Crushed wow. it. Yeah. Yeah. And then the athletes are fun, too, because they're fish out of water, you know, and, and they can do no wrong. We've had everyone from Michael Jordan on to Gretzky, you know, um, Joe Montana, all mm-hmm. these great athletes. Yeah. You know who was always good on there athlete-wise was Peyton Manning. He was always yeah. really good. <clears> yeah. On. Real mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Do you know what Peyton Manning did to me and his brother Eli? I go to the SNL 40th reunion. And the party afterwards at the Plaza Hotel, and I see Peyton Manning, and I don't know him. I'm like you. I'm you know I'm a little. Yeah. Should I say nice. hi? So I go up. I say hey, hey Peyton. I'm a big fan. I wasn't really. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we talk for a while, a small talk. And I thought I'd get a picture for my son. You know. So I said, hey Peyton, you mind if we get a uh, a picture? He goes, yeah, no problem, no problem. So he gives a camera to uh, somebody over there. They take the picture, my cell phone, and he takes it. He goes, Eli, take a look at this, see if it's okay. He gives it to Eli. Eli looks at it. He goes, yeah, it looks pretty good to me. Gives it back to me. Half hour later, I go to text somebody, and my font is in Chinese on my phone. The entire, everything is Chinese. I have no way to get so out of it. So you got this routine. <laughs> so I thought, how did that, wait a minute, those Manning brothers. Manning! 
Yes. Oh, how many people have done that? That is brilliant. That's brilliant. So I go back to the ballroom now where everybody's dancing, and I see Peyton. He's towering over everybody from across the room. He sees me, and he yells, Hey, Neilan, how's your phone? <laughs> and so I find uh, Eli. And I, I go up to him. I said, put this back. I hate the Giants, man. I hate the Giants. I hate you and I hate the Giants. And he smiled and he put it back. Yeah, and then you burn their house down. And I burn their house burn down. Burn their house yeah. down. Both Force them into retirement like tomorrow right. or today. Uh, Kevin Elan at Helium Comedy Club, 730 tonight, 10 o'clock tonight. Also tomorrow night, 730 and 10 o'clock. Jeez, that's a lot of work. That's a lot of work. <laughs> All the details at heliumcomedy.com. The great Kevin Nealon, everybody. Thank you, everybody. Riz. Rewind. Find more Rizzuto Show Rewinds at 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. The Rizzuto Show podcast powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs.